everybody. Thanks for tuning into my podcast. In my episode today, I want to talk about a topic that I know you can relate to, whether you want to admit it or not. Something that not many people consciously think about on a day-to-day basis, but it is something that we do subject ourselves to day-to-day. I'm talking about allowing ourselves to be known and putting ourselves out there without knowing what the outcome will be. I'm talking specifically about vulnerability. We've all been new at something before. No one comes into this world as an expert on any subject matter, situation, or method. What gives us confidence is feeling reassured that we'll succeed or have a positive outcome. But these kinds of outcomes can never truly be guaranteed. There's always a chance for failure or things not going the way we expected, and the prospect of opening ourselves up, being vulnerable to the good and the bad, scares a lot of people. When we succumb to the feat of failure, it can prevent great relationships, progress, ideas, and developments from unfolding. So I'm here to hopefully encourage and convince you to let go of the fear of vulnerability and embrace it instead. Maybe you won't be swayed, and I will consequently have to declare failure at my task. But I beg to argue that there's beauty to be found in failure, and there's power to harness in vulnerability. So when we first think of vulnerability, most people have a negative connotation associated with the word. But why is that? Why do we tend to think being vulnerable is undesirable? Some of us grow up with harmful ideologies that weakness and failure are bad things. If it's not ingrained into us as a child, our society definitely has ways of reminding us not to be weak or a failure at various points in life. Some examples of this could be advertisements, companies that are trying to convince us that their product or service will save us from an assortment of failures, or pressures of achievement in work and school settings. There's also societal pressures of achievement, like common life milestones like graduating college, getting married, and having kids. When we live with these perceptions of weakness and socially constructed ideals, we begin to fall victim to the constant pursuit of perfection and having a flawless image. We begin to fear unwanted identities and characteristics that inhibit our quote-unquote ideal self. And oftentimes, our self-esteem is how we see ourselves through the lenses of our strengths and limitations. We're also familiar with feeling the pain and shame of disappointment when we get an outcome that's not desired. These are powerful feelings that can make us shut down if we experience them. But what I'm here to do today is really acknowledge the empowerment we can get from instances of feeling vulnerable. I want to reference an anecdote from one of my favorite authors on vulnerability, Brene Brown. She says, One day, right after my uncle's memorial service, my mom totally broke down. My sisters and I were afraid and crying, mostly because we were so scared to see her like that. I finally told her that we didn't know what to do because we had never seen her so weak. She looked at us and said, in a loving yet forceful voice, I'm not weak. I'm stronger than you can imagine. I'm just very vulnerable right now. If I were weak, I'd be dead. So what Bernie's mom did in this circumstance was identify the emotion out loud to help give her authority over it and have some control and perspective. When we acknowledge vulnerability, it's possible that we can reach out for support. We can identify a network of individuals that we feel supported by in various ways. Vulnerability really is a tool for building strength and confidence. We can replace perfectionism with healthy striving and accept mistakes and missteps as an essential part of just being a human being. Even with negative outcomes from a vulnerable situation, we can learn to appreciate our efforts and make conscious notes of cause and effect. We have to be compassionate with ourselves and with others when we witness a moment of vulnerability. 
we should take comfort in knowing that we are perpetual works in progress that will never be complete. We're always tasked with the never-ending assignment of learning from our life experiences. So when we open ourselves up to being vulnerable, we receive a new type of strength and skill that many people would normally turn a blind eye to. This was the first podcast I've ever produced, and I felt a great deal of vulnerability while trying to navigate through unfamiliar waters. During this process, I was patient with myself and envisioned realistic outcomes that ultimately were successful. Perhaps I didn't connect with any listeners today and have an opportunity to learn why. Or perhaps I did connect with a listener today and open their mind to the power waiting to be found in embracing vulnerability. Even if I didn't connect with anyone, I still allowed myself to be vulnerable by producing a podcast for the first time about a very sensitive topic, and that deserves some merit in and of itself. Being open to vulnerability is an acceptance of being human and inevitably making missteps in life, but knowing there will always be a way to get us back on the path that we want to be on. Vulnerability is a fundamental part of recognizing that we're alive and have the freedom to live through the ups and downs of life. And so with that, I leave you with one question to consider. How will you allow yourself to be vulnerable today?